All right, well, welcome to episode three of Behind the White Coat. Uh, I'm here with uh, a couple of guests that we have on the, on the podcast today. Um, we have Dr. Raul Vasquez. He's an MD neurosurgeon from the University of Kentucky. And we also have our own Dr. Gretchen Lopez Hernandez, an assistant professor of physiology here at KCU. So w- welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Dr. Shigi. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, and, you, and this is super informal, so you can just call me Ryan if oh, you want to. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I even called him. And then we've got uh, this guy over here. Uh, his, his team I'm did back. lose this weekend, um, but he's, he's here. So in hey, case you not, missed him. Let's not bring up the past. Hey, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right, so one of the first things that I want to talk about today, well, actually, before we get started, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourself. Just tell us a little about yourself before we get going here on the podcast. All right. Uh, Well, my name is Raul Vasquez. I uh, am an assistant professor right now at the University of Kentucky in Lexington. Um, My uh, niche is uh, complex spine neurosurgery, Uh, so I do a lot of scoliosis, spine tumors, um, and I've known Dr. Lopez for a long, long time. Uh, she um, has a faculty position here, and it was uh, offered me the opportunity to come here and, and, and talk to the medical students uh, in a way t- for me to, to give back some lessons and insight uh, on the path and career of neurosurgery and medical school. Um, I was... Uh, I was born in the Dominican Republic. I grew up in Puerto Rico, but then from there moved to Florida. Uh, I live uh, for a year in Nashville, and now I'm living in Lexington, Kentucky. So, um, and that's pretty much it for now, I guess. Yeah. So, um, for me, it's def- definitely uh, an honor to have Dr. Vasquez. As he mentioned, we met in Puerto Rico. Um, I was a grad student in the lab, and he was an undergraduate. So um, witnessing his um, develop, uh, development as a neurosurgeon had been um, amazing to see. Then our pathways um, collided again when I was a postdoc at uh, the University of Florida, and he came uh, to do his residency in neurosurgery. So it's amazing how, how life works in mysterious ways and keep um, having us meeting at different time points of our life. So I'm very happy to have him here, and uh, I hope our students get to know him and be as amazed as I am of, of he, as he as, as he has become a neurosurgeon now. Yeah, it's amazing how people weave in and out of our lives. Mm-hmm. Someone that you think you you won't see again just pops up again and again, and uh, sounds like you're that person. That yeah. you're that person for Gretchen. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like cool. Why you keep following me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely following him. Like when he's too far away, we bring him back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, the first thing I want to talk about, and mainly this is just because I get so many people asking about uh, specialties that are outside of uh, family medicine when I'm an advisor for uh, medical students. And so I'm really curious uh, to just ask a little bit about your path to being a neurosurgeon and, and what that was like and perhaps some of the difficulties you, uh, you encountered and maybe some of the some advice you might give to someone who wants, would want to follow a certain uh, similar path. Yeah, uh, that's a, I mean, we'll, we'll have more of that yes, pretty yes. soon in our talk uh, in, in, in an hour. But uh, it is, uh, it, it could be in, intimidating at first, just making that decision. 
uh, just uh, and then uh, getting getting all these stereotypes out of your head and and your brain and 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 be committed to do it. Have the the bravery to move forward and and challenge yourself. Um, it could be really overwhelming at first. Uh, you, since the moment you make the decision to the moment you complete it and in everything in between, it's a 15-year uh, commitment. You know, you go four years of college, four years of medical school, and then seven years of residency training if you don't take any break. Um, and then uh, in between the, the challenges and, and, and having the endurance. So... Uh, breaking that mold uh, of what is is known to be a very dominated conservative feel uh, with with certain kind of people and 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 a stereotype to to break the mold. I think it is uh, uh, what I would say. Anyone is don't get intimidated, don't get overwhelmed, and do it. Yeah. Uh, the worst that could happen is that uh, you realize that it's, it's not quite for you, perhaps, and then but you still have all that knowledge and 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 it builds character. Uh, so um, I would tell anyone just don't doubt yourself. You, I, I, I recommend anyone to bed down on yourself and 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 do it. Mm-hmm. So you said bed down on yourself. I like that. I like that. So you basically went all in on your abilities, your background, your foundation. Did you have, what was your support system like? Like, was it from your family, your friends? I, I think the main support in my case was my family, uh, absolutely. Uh, having, uh, and I was able to identify some strong mentorships. Uh, I think along the way, you find that that person that uh, keeps you motivated, say, no, you, you go for it and and support you in the times that you you don't have money that you're studying long hours that and said you know um it, it could be uh, could be an aunt could be an uncle could be a friend could be a professor so he's just finding those support uh um people in your life so i think it is uh it was a combination of everything uh, but he's uh, building building those mentorship uh in my case family was big uh, as a um but if it, it and family and and some specific mentors that support me and say no you can do it go for it no i really appreciate that insight it's it's such a and something we've been talking about on this podcast is that kind of grit and determination and that it's it's a it's a marathon, not a sprint. It, I mean, it, it, it seems very much like it's a, a huge long-term commitment to become where you want to go. And if that's if that's your goal, if that's your in your heart of hearts to become a, a neurosurgeon, then you gotta you know batten down the hatches and and, and let's do it. Yep. I, I, yeah, that's really powerful. I guess the other thing is that you know dreams are often characterized by paying a price, and you talked about you pay fifteen years basically yeah. for your dream. So <laughs> you know. I commend you for that, but I would be remiss if I didn't hear from Dr. Lopez and her story. And Ryan, did you know this, that we have three people in this room right now who are affiliated with the brain. 
Yeah. Neurosurgeon. We got a PhD in neuroscience and another PhD in neuroscience. Yeah, so I guess I feel a little left out. You are the minority <laughs> right now. <laughs> there was a neuroscience lab near where I worked. You know, pinky on the brain. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, just, just uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be pinky. You guys <laughs> the brain. Ooh, we're making the plan to dominate, yeah. dominate in the world. Um, but no, um, I think uh, I cannot make uh, or make my words and uh, and make uh, Dr. Vasquez take it as his own. Um, but in my case, um, I, I grew up in Puerto Rico too. Um, we share a particular time uh, frame in our lives. So it was um, uh, years dedicated to doing research. Um, I enjoyed, I, I enjoyed profoundly those times. Um, and in my case, it was time to make a decision, right? And um, at that time, I wanted to go back to Puerto Rico and give to the community who, who um, promote, promote my early years. So uh, when I left the island to do the uh, postdoc in the University of Florida, Gainesville, it was a hard moment for me to uh, leave everything that I know of. Um, Growing in Puerto Rico, I was very attached to my family, to the friends that I had. So coming here, um, not knowing exactly is the first time that I really kind of left home because living in the island, you, you never leave home. Like I was basically 30 minutes away from home, which it seems like a long distance at the time. Um, but taking on upon the adventure of leaving the island with the hope at some point to return um, what, what the what the island provided to me, which is a um, a good solid education. So I think we shared um, maybe those commonalities. Um, being Florida, that first place that uh, we encounter after leaving Puerto Rico. Um, so I sh I, sh I share the same vision of uh, Dr. Basket mentioned. For me, um, all this journey was possible through the support of my family first and the, to, and the support of friends, you know, the friends that I have been um, meeting along the way and keep finding along the way and um, sharing a, a different journey but uh, with certain commonalities. Um, I don't know if, I, I imagine multiple cultures have the same uh, theme, but we, when we see members of our community succeeding, I take that as, as, as not only inspiration, but as, uh, as a moment of proud. So seeing him, um, for me, it's, it's, it's just a happy moment of, of um, seeing how he's using his pathway, his word now, to bridge in the, the, the pathway for many more like us uh, that have a similar story that hopefully can inspire to many others that it's not impossible with some dedication and perseverance so so yeah well i appreciate uh your insight into kind of some of your uh, especially your journey of, of, of what got you to this moment i think that that's really powerful stuff uh i love hearing about family being support because uh, family's there for me too and that's that, that's a big part of it uh so i i wanted to move on to, an, to another topic uh and to either talk about and i'll kind of leave it up to you all uh, whether we talk about some of the some of the challenges around healthcare, that was something that you talked about a little bit, Dr. Vasquez, or um, there was another topic about uh, robotic surgery and artificial intelligence. 
Uh, is there a, a topic that you are particularly fond of that you'd like to speak mm -hmm. on? So, so uh, <coughs> working for this talk, I, I uh, you know, I have to go back and t talk a, l a little bit about myself, which is hard because I'm not that self-promotional. And uh, and then you have to say, okay, well, I was born and this is this. And I realized that actually uh, I am technically a, a millennial, <laughs> which is crazy. For all the people listening at home, we're, we're fist bumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you are a minority. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. Technically I'm not going to say who's a minority in this yeah, group, but uh, somebody's a minority. Hard. So, <laughs> and, and but now I, after 1994 or five, there's Generation Z. So it's even even we don't know what that is yet. But but um, so that with that comes that there's it, it was a lot of challenges in, in the process of uh, since you were born training like in middle school, high school training. Like I went from from a flip phone to a, a, like a payer flip phone to like a iPhone. Like so and that is rapidly happening in the healthcare as well. So I was trained. Um, a doctor, I was trained a neurosurgeon in a time that things are changing uh, very rapidly. Uh, and, and so it's, it's unavoidable that I, like my training was, ex it was it's going to be more than 50 years. It's going to be way longer than that because it's still during practice, like where I'm at right now, things are changing and I have to change with it. I, I'm training constantly. So... Uh, with it, the healthcare. Healthcare is not what it was in the 1990s, 80s, 2000. Healthcare is running out of money. It, there's a lot of challenges, a lot of need, uh, uh, both uh, politically and in the scientific aspect of it. So uh, it's something that we are moving with it, and, and we have to adapt, learn, and 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 learn the medicine of the future. I think um, uh, med medicine is just undergoing a, a very rapidly revolutionary change. Neurosurgery is not an exception. We are applying more automation to the process, uh, more um, uh, standardization of the treatment. Uh, that's where it comes, artificial intelligence is coming into place. It's been already implemented in some fields of medicine, including like pathology and 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 whatnot, and and neurosurgery is not um, uh, away from it. Uh, we're we're implementing robotic surgery now for spine surgery, and uh, it's just uh, very exciting. Uh, and is is the is the other challenge? You never thought that after finishing so many years of training, you still will have to. Uh, cope with some other challenges uh, uh, during your career, and I think that uh, it's exciting. Anyone, uh, uh, unless you've been living in a in a box for the past ten years, welcome. It's 2018. Things are different. Yeah. Um, so that's why you know where we are right now as a nation and in in the field of medicine for sure. So it's going to be very very exciting. Yeah, that's some very uh, a very unique insight because. Definitely, from my perspective, not being an MD and just being on the consumer side of healthcare, uh, having it be more, right? I'm not privy to some of these challenges that you're talking about. I, they're not as immediately evident to me. 
Uh, so it's really it's kind of a, a peek behind the curtain for me to hear you talk about it. So I appreciate your insight. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I did want to move into a section of the show that would be a little bit more fun. Uh, and and I, I I did I did prep uh, both of you potentially, but this is the section that we <laughs> affectionately call a pop quiz. Oh and right. I promise that uh, this will not affect your final grade, but it will be entered into your permanent record. I'm just All right. <laughs> <laughs> Get those transcripts uh, ready. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with you, Dr. Vasquez. And the way that this works is I'll just ask you a question, and uh, Jason may or may not know the answer. I, I, and honestly, I wouldn't even try to look at him because he's probably going to give the wrong answer. Uh-huh. Right. Good. Uh, now, just so you know, the way this quiz is graded, it's not graded like traditionally. You get it correct, incorrect, zero, one points. Um, you know, there's you can earn points for doing things at certain moments. Uh, and so I'm not going to tell you those. It's kind of going to be spontaneous. Uh, but just answer the question whoever you would. Uh, and we try to pick some questions that uh, – both Jason, I felt like you you might know. So your topic uh, that you had submitted to us was traveling related uh, for mm-hmm. your pop quiz, and so we took that to kind of talk about some things about the University of Florida and potentially Puerto Rico. Okay. Uh, and so f- first question is, uh, name three of the five members of the 2003-2004 national champions from the University of Florida basketball team. Oh, good question. Oh, I got one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no! Can I cut to the um, that was that was before my time in Florida. Does he get help? Yeah, sure. If you want to, if you want to, uh, yeah, have some help. Huh? Huh? Same player, right? Yep. Joaquin Noah. That's one. That's one. Uh, Core Brewer is two, right? Core Brewer, yeah. Yeah, two. Okay, can you tell us the coach? If you can tell us the coach, then we'll take it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You got to know the coach. Uh, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, of course. <laughs> Billy Donovan. Ding. All right. <laughs> Let's get that point. Let's get that point to in there. To be fair, Dr. Vasquez got into the Gator lands a little bit before. Yeah, no, I mean, I, okay. yeah, I started to be, I became a Gator in 2008. Okay. So. Yeah, we, we weren't quite sure, so. Yeah. So you were a Tebow guy. Uh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was a team Tebow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for those championships, and so there was a basketball championship. Yeah. So. Nice. Okay, question two. Uh, and this came straight from uh, uh, Jason's uh, oh, no. Jason's cabinet, what? if you will. Um, in the TV series Grey's Anatomy, who would be your counterpart? What is his fictional name? Um. <laughs> These are way too, ma- too many yeah. indications if you s- choose wrong. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, the counterpart of the neurosurgeon? Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, this, what's her name? Uh, wha- I abort Grace Anatomy. I think yeah. right here. I'm sorry. Is, the, is it the, the cardiovascular surgeon? The, oh, wow. the thoracic surgeon? Uh-huh. No. Shepherd. Dr. Shepard, Dr. Shepard, yeah. But she didn't get the counterpart of Raul in that series. Yeah, 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 Dr. Shepard, yeah, yeah. Well, you, but you see, the way Jason had it in his cabinet on his little notepad with the like hearts drawn around it was the, the word McDreamy. What? Uh-huh. McDreamy, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real run. <laughs> oh, Dr. Okay. McDreamy, yeah. See, the, the problem with this is if I hit on him, or not hit on him, but if I if I slam him here, he's going to slam me even harder next episode. It's gonna, oh, okay. It kind of goes round and round. I see how it is. kind of okay. goes round and round. 
All right, so question three. Uh, name the manager of the Boston Red Sox, who is also a Puerto Rican. Uh, wow. Do you know that one, Richard? And I promise the rest of these Red aren't sports-related. Yeah. <laughs> He's also yeah. Puerto I'm getting killed here. Oh, my gosh. We're going to... Uh, we, we need to protect our The image. manager, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Who is it? Alice Gore. Ah. Oh, <laughs> okay. And that's okay. Here's the deal. He thought you would know that, so I'm going to give you a point. He mentioned Alex yeah. Gora. <laughs> I should, like, should Alex be prepared Cora. for this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is a, this is a more um, kind of win in Rome question. So you're in Kansas City. Um, Rome, has, Rome has the most fountains in the world. Mm-hmm. What city has the second most? Do you know these? The second most, you know uh, I know this, is uh, Rome. No, th- th- that's the first. The second. That's the first. Who's the second? The second is here. It's here. Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's he, 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 said, he said I it with confidence. Wait, he was like, yeah, yeah. It was here. <laughs> it was here. He had the that's best right. guy in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I've even read somewhere that we have the most working fountains, that Rome has broken ones, and they count them <laughs> towards uh, the credit. Okay. So I don't really know. No, I, I was in Rome mm-hmm. like this year. And there was a lot of fountains there. There was a lot of fountains. The Romans <laughs> are going to get you, man. Don't, don't fool around yeah. the Romans. Yeah, yeah. No, they have yeah. a lot of fountains. I shouldn't mess with the Romans. No. The difference is <laughs> like they're like at 2,000 years older. Okay, where where is the home of the Corvette Museum? That is in Bowling Green. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Two points for, uh, for answering that one quickly. Okay, so you have a total of five points. So let's l- so we'll, we'll see. We're going to move on uh, to Dr. Lopez or to Gretchen over and there. And I'm already like putting uh, my knock, like stretching uh, uh, my butt. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is terrible. You're I'm stretching. You're doing your jumping jacks. And okay, I'm going here to we fail. go. You're not going to let him beat you, right? No, I'm going to fail. <laughs> I, I'm going to beat. Well, five is your number to beat. Five okay. is your number to beat. Oh okay, so your Don't topics. Take it personally. Your topics are uh, The Godfather, uh-huh. Star Wars, uh-huh. and oh Lord of the Rings. Okay. All right. I should have refreshed my memory. Question one. In the Godfather movies, Al Pacino plays the role of Michael Corleone, right? Yes. However, Al Pacino was not the studio's first choice. Name one of the two actors that initially were slotted over Al Pacino to play the role of Michael Corleone. Is it Robert De Niro? No. I know he went on to be part, but he was not considered first. He's not there. You guys are so mean. <laughs> what? I didn't even come up with this question. Ryan wow. came up with this question. <laughs> this is intense. <laughs> okay. I have no idea. So, so no points there. But okay. as a bonus, true or false, did Martin Sheen screen test to play Michael Corleone? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> that? <laughs> what? That would have been very interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> no. That would not be the same. No, yeah. it wouldn't. It wouldn't be the same. No. Just to say something. That's why he didn't get the role. <laughs> okay. So now we're going to shift gear to another movie trilogy huge packet here. So in The Empire Strikes Back, Han Solo saves Luke Skywalker's life by preventing certain death in the freezing climate of Hoth. What is the name of the animal that Han Solo places Luke inside to keep him warm? Oh, ouch. I know. Recall, you asked for these questions. I did. This is just I terrible. was there when you asked for so Star intense. Wars questions. Visualize the animal. Just yeah. visualize it. I kind of have what the idea, but I don't. Like, bring our inner animal yeah. out or yeah. something? It was not Channel, Chewbacca. Yeah. It was not Chewbacca. No, it was not Chewbacca. <laughs> no, it was not Chewbacca. <laughs> and we don't which even know what type of animal which, Chewbacca which is. Which is a bookie. Yeah. 
right? That is a Wookiee. So, did I get the point for that? No. <laughs> it was not a Wookiee. Did, did she just try to make up a point? <laughs> I always. She did. <laughs> I, I think you just lost a point. <laughs> yeah. You're back at zero. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So, so the, answer, the answer is a tauntaun. A tauntaun. No, no idea. Wow. I can visualize those. Okay, well, well, we're going to shift gears again. So okay. can now, now put on your, your mythical uh, little slippers that have hair on the toes because we're talking about hobbits. So in the movie series The Lord of the Rings, Frodo must make his way to Mordor to destroy the Ring of Power. In common tongue, what does the inscription on the Ring of Power say? Man. Do you know, Raul? Remember, it gets mm. all dark. The power. And Gandalf's reading it, and the letters are glowing red. Man, wow, I don't know. It's intense, the power of something. Power is in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you point one <laughs> points <laughs> for that. <laughs> okay. I should expect you guys are going to yeah, you can get a one this point is Rossi, the, the ring red, one ring to rule them oh. all, one ring to find them. Can you finish it? No. One ring to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. What That's is the power? But thank you. The, the, the power, it made you go invisible, okay. right? Yeah. I mean, I'm failing. I'm failing, guys. So, so let me ask you about this Lord of the Rings, Dr. Lopez. I spent like nine years trying to get that ring to where it was supposed to be. Like umpteen thousand movies. Did they ever get the ring where it was supposed to be? Who ended up with the ring? Oh, they burn it. Oh it was yeah, they burn it. Sam well, I guess Frodo. Frodo. It was yeah. his fly through. <laughs> right? Frodo. Hold on. Sam we spent nine years to burn the thing? Well, you have to because you, you have, have to, to burn it. So why can't you burn it, burned it in the backyard? Because it can no, only be burned. Only in mortar. Yeah, in oh. Mount Doom. I watched half of these movies and got lost. Like, man, yeah. we still <laughs> chasing the ring. Miss the whole line of the, of the ring, so... That's okay. I should have, like, review this. That's okay. Yeah. All right. So here, here's another <laughs> Godfather question. So The Godfather was a very successful film when it was released in 1972. What Oscars did it win, and who received the awards? Marlon Brando. For what? Best Actor. Yes. Wow. And um, Best Movie. Yes. Best Picture. Best Picture. Um did Francis Ford Coppola win as a director? I don't think so. So that's half of the last Oscar that was won, but it wasn't. W he didn't win it for best director. Screenplay. Produced. Okay, I'm going to give you half a point for that one because that's he he won it for uh, he won the it as, as well as with Mario Puzo, there which was is a the music. author. There was for the and music. so it was best adapted oh. screenplay. Adapted. Hold on, I'm going to have to throw a flag on a play. Can I throw a red flag, challenge flag out for Gretchen? Sure. <laughs> she actually gave us the name of the director and was very confident. I think she should get more than yeah. half oh. of a point. Okay. Like well, well, no, no, I was giving her a point for each. Yeah, yeah I'm, oh, I'm throwing okay, out the okay. red flag. The okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'll give her two and a half points. Like, and she didn't even stumble. Like, she was like, Marlon Brando. Yeah, actor, like she, she knew. Wow, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm so you are, you are sitting at 2.6 points. So this is kind of like Final Jeopardy here. I'm going to give you a chance to, to, beat, to Raul? beat Raul, okay? Oh. So here we go. For each of these correct answers, I'm going to give you a half a point. Okay. All right, here we go. The Hobbit Pippin is especially fond of eating. All right, how many meals does Pippin describe as typical eating habits of a hobbit on a typical day? If you answer that, it's one point. 
no idea. And then what? And then what are their names? What are the names of Hobbit meals? What in the world? What? Wow! You asked for this. I know. You did ask. For but this. I also t- tell you guys that I was the worst fan ever. Like, but uh, imagine Pippin when he's when he's there yeah. and, and and they're they're running away. Beer and no, no it's the it's the kind of bread like oh. they no 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 like like what are the names like you know how like we eat supper. What are the names of, of the, the meals, meals that a hobbit would eat? Doctor Shifu, you're really intense. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, right. I'm gonna give you the first. I'm gonna give you the first two and see okay. if you can keep going. So there's breakfast, and then there's second breakfast. Oh, third breakfast, fourth third breakfast, breakfast, fifth breakfast. Those are not there. Do not listen to them. <laughs> 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 what? Free lunch, lunch. Yeah. No? Okay, lunch is there. Okay, got a half point. Second lunch. <laughs> Second lunch is not there. Do not listen to him. Snack. Final lunch. Snack is not there. Pre-snack. Supper. Supper is there. Yes. Second supper. So you're up at you're up at three point five now. Supper. Dinner. Pre-dinner. Pre-dinner. <laughs> supper and dinner are Hobbit are Hobbit meals. Oh, so you, you did get dinner. an addition. Doctor Vasquez is tapping his fingers. Uh. Right, his, his feet. He's not liking this. Okay. Dinner. Um, no, no, you can. Aperitif. No. Afternoon tea? Afternoon. Aperitif, I said, so that's not tea. Oh. Um, so high, tea, high tea, low tea. Okay, well, I, I pretty much gave you that one. Okay, yeah, so you gave me that one. So, so you were sitting at 4.5. If you can get one more, you'll tie it. Wow. And you said, like, He's by, by the way, y'all hear that breathing that sigh. Me not, wow. That was not like, me. <laughs> like a meal? No. Cookies? All right, I'm going to give you, like, two seconds here. And it's not a snack. What was the question? About the about the, the meals. different type of meals. Different oh. type of meals. Pre right. coffee, so, so final coffee, co- second right. coffee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So there are seven total. Uh-huh. I told you it was seven. It is breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. Okay. Afternoon tea, dinner, okay. And supper. Wow. So there you go. There was no way. Okay. So I won. Yes. So congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cold. He's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I won. Yeah, so sorry. Nice. Even though, even though I knew less, you know. <laughs> That's good. Nice. It's okay. It's a common, it's a common yeah. way. <laughs> so with that, we're just going to kind of wrap up the podcast here. Is there anything that you all want to, any last words or anything you want to say to our audience? Well, thank you very much for having me. And I'm looking forward to see, talk to you guys more in, in, in a little bit. Thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. Yeah, we're so glad you, p- you two could do this. I and thank you very much for taking time to do You're this. You're very welcome. Thank, thank you, you, guys. I definitely want to thank both of you. And Dr. Vasquez, appreciate you for coming out. I'm looking forward to the talk. We're a fan. Uh, you beat Gretchen, so that's always good. Yeah. She, she rarely <laughs> nice. ever loses around here, yeah, so it's nice t- for somebody to put her in her place. He's not having barbecue today. I know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, just for you at home, uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, I made a tiny URL, URL uh, uh, website for the to subscribe to the podcast. It's just tinyurl.com backslash, backslash btwc subscribe. So again, that's tinyurl.com backslash btwc subscribe. Uh, open that link in, pod, uh, in, in Firefox, and you'll be able to subscribe to there, or you can plug it directly into the um, podcast app on your phone. Uh, our first episode is also up on the feed. You can find that at tinyurl.com slash btwc01. 
Uh, remember to send questions to btwc.kcu at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at btwckcu. Uh, you'll also find those links on the Twitter site in case you don't want to uh, rewind this and listen to them again. Uh, so with that, uh, I think we'll end. Uh, we'll just say goodbye. Peace. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I should have studied. <laughs>